So you enjoyed that adobo last night? Mm-hmm. You want to know what's funny? What? I had to do it with my head cold, meaning I couldn't taste squat. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to do it based on visual and just little bits as I go, making sure it wasn't overly salty or anything like that. And then um, pretty much throwing everything together as it went. The only thing that had any kind of length of time to it was the um, the meat itself. But even that wasn't as tender as I wanted. And so I had to dice that up, put it in the pan. It was really, it looked beautiful though when I was done with it. I was like, oh my gosh, I did this? <laughs> Holy crap. It was crud. really good. Yeah, no, everybody got quiet. And I was like, okay. And I was watching, I, I watched Amber and David look at, each, look at each other like twice, like, this is really good. <laughs> so I was like, good. Because, you know, that's, that's where that was. But, oh, holy crud. Yeah, I really want to be able to just clear out my head right now. So, but my head's just clogged. So there's nothing I can really do about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, today we're supposed to rain. Have we gotten any rain yet, though? I haven't seen it. I haven't been paying attention. Yeah. It's all good. I haven't heard it. <laughs> so if we have, it's been light. Yeah. Well, I was I was laughing around because one of the things that I've been doing is I've been um, posting up in Reddit and talking different conversations in Reddit and everything else. Mm-hmm. And I've been invited <laughs> because of one of my pieces of, pieces of advice. I don't know how to feel about this. I got inv- invited to r slash ask women over 30 <laughs> because I apparently have a unique viewpoint. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm kind of giggling about this one. It says, we welcome the Reddit community to elicit opinions on a variety of matters from our community of women ages 30 and up. Like, why? W- what did I type? What did I write that made you think I was over 30 and a woman? I'm like... What, just because I'm not like, <laughs> I'm trying to be as, you know, articulate and clean as I possibly can with people. So I'm not doing that. And oh, I didn't tell you this. So we finished the transcripts, right? Okay. And so I wanted to go back and listen to our first episode to see what the audio quality difference was. Okay. Wow, it does not sound like the same people. <laughs> like not not just the quality of it, but but the, our flow. Our flow was so not <laughs> right there. It was we we were blocky. There was hey, so how are you doing today? Good. <laughs> like <laughs> it was a uh, pretty friggin' amazing. So yeah, but I'm I'm pretty happy with it, you know. And I'm trying not to struggle and and stress over our financial situation but it just seems like every time that I try just not to like it's got to be pushed a little bit freaking harder just until I stress and crack and I'm just like this is absolute stupidity I, I'm, I'm I, I can't handle this you know mm-hmm. like the level of actual stupid for incompetence and and then it's like and then I get an answer and I don't believe that answer. I can't believe that answer because I've been lied to before. And it's like, no. I'm just I'm I'm absolutely just blown away. I I'm <sighs> I'm glad we do this. And I'm glad that I'm working on other things right now because I cannot rely on other people. It's just 
ridiculous at this point. So, and of course, I'm going to feel bad about that in like five minutes. I'd even say that, but I don't, it, right now, no. So how much? How much? How much do I have to be put stressed under? How much do I have to like literally be told, oh, yeah, hey, nope, guess what? You know, we should have seen like three or four thousand dollars for for tomorrow, which would be enough to make bills not stupid. But nope. And, you know, whatever. What, what do you want me to do? I want you to stop sucking. I want you to literally do what I tell you to do and then not whine when you didn't do what I told you to do. Or you, you didn't, yeah, do what I told you to do. And then come to me because things aren't working because you didn't do what I told you to do. It's ridiculous. Anyways, with that, it's 420. <laughs> Welcome to the Afternoon Dive on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. So what is today? Um, We've got some confessions today, but I wanted to start by giving one of your favorite artists a congratulation because uh Eminem is 15 years sober today. Really? Mhm. That's impressive. I didn't even know. That is impressive. Way to go, Em. Mhm. <laughs> so I wanted to give him a little shout out. Not that yeah. I'll ever hear this or anything, yeah, but all we all we're a house full of Eminem loving oh, people. Yeah. So uh that is an amazing thing. 15 years is, that's a long time. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's older than both your daughters. <laughs> wow, so. yeah, huh? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's, awesome. that's amazing. I, I know his daughter's proud of him for it, too, so that's pretty awesome. Uh, way to go, Em. Seriously. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll never hear it, but I don't care. That's still, that's still worth celebrating. That, that is an absolute milestone. So, yeah, good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I want to start you. it off I with that. I appreciate that. I needed that. <laughs> Um, so now we get to go into some confessions, both, you know, light and funny, like this first one, and some deeper ones that obviously have some guilt, um, and, you know, have fun with it, because we're horrible people that like to make jokes out of things that <laughs> are probably not very funny to everybody. Good times. Good times. <laughs> so we'll start with this one. This one I think is hilarious. It's horrible, but it's hilarious. Up until age 9 or 10, I would bite the ends off of baguettes at the store. When I was a kid, whenever we would go to the grocery store, I would bite the bread section and covert... I would go to the bread section and covertly bite the ends off of the baguettes. My parents never found out. The stores never caught me. I only stopped because my sibling caught me. But they didn't tell. And then people were asking questions. Right? In the comments, like... And so I'm going to read this comment uh, thread is just wondering how many baguettes are we talking here some 20 50 hundreds and he said two to three max they said per trip how many trips we need a grand total of baguettes defiled my friend they said it was from age three so i'm assuming a lot <laughs> so wow. from three until you were nine or ten every time y'all went to the store you would take two to three mm-hmm. bites out of th- two to three different baguettes and just leave them there like I just I I would love to see, like uh, like if we could you know a compilation of all the people that would find them and be like what the, fuck? no seriously that's a valid <laughs> that's valid it's extremely valid like I could just like I can't even imagine going to the store and like going to the, oh man hey can you get some French bread or a baguette or something to go with dinner oh yeah sure walking over to the bread section and be like uh 
<laughs> like whose child was here? Mm-hmm. Because that's exactly the kind of stuff that I would say, and I'd probably call everybody over and be like, "Look, it's just there's just a bite taken out of this bread." <laughs> it'd be it'd be so funny. So yeah, no, I thought that was that it just it just made me giggle. <laughs> wow. Um, this one is I used to throw shaving cream on parked cars in elementary. I have no idea why I was such an a-hole, but I would spray some shaving cream on those makeup removal cottons, make a sandwich, and just plop them on the cars out the window. I just hope it rained before the owner returned or something. I remembered this after 13 years, and I just feel bad. <laughs> I Honestly, I was one of those things, another one of those things that I think is funny, because it's like, that's not a big deal. Right. It's shaving cream. It's not like eggs or it destroys paint and stuff. Like, I'd rather it be shaving and cream than And eggs. you guarantee they don't remember. You go up to oh, the yeah. house, and you're like, hey, I just want to let you know. Like, you've carried that guilt stronger <laughs> than anybody For else did. After 13 mm-hmm. years, you remember that? And it's just like, <laughs> oh, and I thought it, I also <laughs> thought it was funny because the, the top comment is, I finally caught you, you little bastard. <laughs> and then they just responded with a sad emoji. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like like they, they've got, you know, the little pictures up in their basement with the little red yarn going from picture to picture being like, all right. So the brand was this. It was I got I'm I'm still waiting on the file footage from 13 years ago. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> so yeah, no, I just think I just thought it was funny. It was like mm-hmm. you didn't you just literally the tiniest little thing of shaving cream and just threw it on somebody's car. Like th- there are people that take 15, 16 different cans of shaving cream and cover people's cars with it. Oh yeah. Like you didn't do you literally like that's such a little thing. It's not even <laughs> This is not that big of a deal at all. And, of course, everybody in the comments is, you know, talking about all the horrible things that other people have done to either their cars or they've done to other people's cars. And, like, one person was talking about how, like, in junior high, they had somebody that went to their school that would just take a dump on the principal's car. And every time, like, people say things like that, I'm like, how do people do this without getting caught? How can you how can you get all the way up onto the mm-hmm. principal's car, pull your pants down, take an entire shit, and nobody saw you? They didn't get caught. Like, how does nobody? Toby and Fred broke the fountain, broke the downtown fountain. <laughs> um, they the the it wasn't Winco. It was something else before it was Winco. Um, they had their in store Jello brand, right? And so they got. Three, th- it was like ten cents a pack or eight cents a pack. It was ridiculous, but they got like three thousand packs of it. Put them into oh like multiple God. five gallon buckets. Opened them up, put them into multiple five gallon buckets, and then Fred thought, "Well, hey, I also have this five gallon bucket filled with Dawn dish soap." And so they decided that if they poured all of that into the fountain, that it would turn into Jello and foamy Jello at that, right? <laughs> and uh, nope, it just broke the pump. It made it stink. It foamed up everywhere, bubbled all over the street, all over the cement, everything oh stained my God. all of it. Some putrid color because it wasn't just one color. It was some putrid <laughs> color that they had gotten these boxes and boxes of stuff from. And it was like, yeah, it was just it was it was absolutely horrible. They broke the pump. They had to rip up the ground. It was they did so much stuff to it. So. So I can say that because I don't know where Fred is and Toby's dead. So, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, that was so shaving cream. No, <laughs> you're good. Wow. That's. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah, they 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 were brutal. The city of Vallejo guaranteed had hundreds of thousands of dollars in damage 
from from the, just those two alone. Okay. <laughs> so, but I still feel like that's still a little bit easier to get away with, like just dumping something and running. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, yeah, no, I just think sometimes people tell me things, and I'm like, I just wonder, like, it, it, nobody. Nobody walks around outside because how can people get away with certain things? But anyways, <laughs> um, so this one was when I was younger, I broke a girl's leg by purposely pushing her off of a climbing frame. I don't really know where to put this, but I've had this nagging memory for a while when, uh, about when I was younger. We were both around six and we were on this climbing frame at school. She was on the highest bit that you could sit on and I was a bit below her. I kept asking her if I could have a go uh, at sitting up there and she just kept brushing me off. She had been quite mean to me throughout school, but we were still friends because, you know, we were just kids. After a while, I wanted to go at the t- uh, wanted to go at the top, and since she was ignoring me, I, for some reason, pushed her. I can't remember how hard it was. I don't think it was too hard, but it might just be my brain telling me that to make me feel better. She obviously fell, which I wasn't really expecting. I moved to sit at the top, and thinking that she'd be fine as it wasn't incredibly high, but I looked down and she wasn't moving. I jumped down and ran to the teacher telling them she fell off the climbing frame. She was off school for a bit since uh, since she had broken her leg from it. I still feel incredibly bad, even though it won't really affect her now. But also, why did I do that? Because you're a kid and you're stupid. Right? I was like, yeah. I, people feel this, this extreme guilt. Like, oh, kids I, don't do things with, like, malicious it, intentions I do, a lot. I do. I still have it. I mean, we're talking... As long as I've been on this planet, I still have that feeling like when I told you I slapped that kid Mm -hmm. who caught me shoplifting and I slapped him and I still feel that to this day, you know, and that was seven year old me. (laughs) I'm trying to remember if there's like anything from like young, young that I did. Most of the things that I that I did that were like weren't they either weren't me and were somebody else that I was just Mm -hmm. a part of the mass of something that should not have been happening (laughs) or it was something that was like I did it because somebody else like this was like somebody else did something to me first or wouldn't let me do something or whatever it was so like I don't I don't feel like I have any guilt from any of those things because I've I've grown so much and moved on I feel like it's if there's anything, it'll probably be something that I later on, like way later on in my life, I'll be like, oh, my God, why did I do that? But right now, I just I don't I can't think of a whole lot of things that like I like feel guilt Mm -hmm. over from doing it when I was a kid. (laughs) But like I but I also wanted to put this one in again because somebody (laughs) in the comments, uh, I thought it was hilarious. This is not the a-hole. You politely asked if you could have, turn, have a turn sitting up at the top, and she was being mean and not letting you. She had her chance. Bitches get stitches. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so. But, yeah, no. Uh, on, on the serious, though, you were six. Like, around yeah. six. Every, uh, six-year-olds push each other all the time. You didn't think that you You didn't go, ah, oh, I'm going to break her leg and Tabby's push her off of this. 12. She still doesn't have a grasp of the co- uh, the consequences to some of the things that she does. Yeah. So it's just, it's hilarious when I see things like this. It's like, yeah, kids are kids. They push each other. They hit each other. They bite. They trip. They kick. Like, it's it's a part of the learning process. That you get to that point where you realize you can inflict pain on somebody because you're upset about something. And you don't realize the consequences until it happens to you (laughs) in all honesty you do it to somebody else and you feel bad or you do it to somebody else you don't get consequences from that and somebody else does it back to you and then you Mm -hmm. go oh (laughs) so that wasn't don't do that that hurts that's what what happened to my brother my brother thought biting was hilarious until he got bit 
and then yeah. he didn't bite people anymore. Yeah, you told me that story. So yeah, I just, I just think things like that. It's like yeah, they have to learn. You obviously learned because you have guilt about it years later. Mm-hmm. So this one, I this one, I think is funny because I think like I always wonder with things like this because I'm sure that the girls have done this at some point. Like not necessarily to this extremity but i i feel like they've definitely done this before to other people mm-hmm. it was when i was 11 i fetched my mom some crawfish from the floor of a restaurant when we were at this asian buffet and my family is super obsessed with crawfish and my mom told me to go get some more for the table and so i did plates full but i dropped them all when i was carrying them fortunately my parents table was like behind a wall far from a corner uh so they didn't see or hear me drop it i waited to see if anyone would help me but they all just went about their merry way and it didn't seem like a janitor was around so i picked them all up and put them back on the plate but i thought it was a waste to throw them away because my family said wasting food is bad so i brought it back to the table and watched them all eat it i felt so 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 bad and i didn't know what the right thing was to do don't judge me no we judge you we we (laughs) all judge each other it doesn't matter what you do we judge you based on everything that's that's part of the nature, but ew. I like, <laughs> like, like it's. Ew. I feel like it's one of those things where one, it's ew, a little bit for crawfish. Mm-hmm. I don't think it can be that ew because it, it's like it's gross. It's on the floor of a buffet, but at the same time, you peel the crawfish and eat what's on the inside. So I don't think it would bug me as much. Mm, yeah, but you're still touching from because you're using your hands to peel it from the outside and then touch the meat on the inside. So. You know, whatever justification you want to use, just still. I feel like it still could have been so much worse. But, like, at the same time, it's just one of those things that I feel like I I strongly wonder if the girls have done that. Because I feel like there's something like that they've probably done before where they've gone to go give somebody something and, oh, man, oh, I dropped it. Uh, Well, I'm not going to just, you know, what am I going to do? Go Mm -hmm. face the wrath of them because I, you know, broke what they wanted or something like that. And they'll just, like, fix it in the quickest easiest way possible so it doesn't seem like anything happened in a situation like that yeah. i i would not be surprised if they've done something like that before just not to this extremity like you know going to bring you water and like dropped the cup or something mm-hmm. and then just poured you f- another full thing of water and then go oh i don't know why you're out of water <laughs> like, do you remember when we caught lily bringing me a cup of water by holding it from the rim with her fingers in the glass yeah and then trying to understand why it's a big deal <laughs> when there was particles Floating around in the yeah. damn water from yep. her dirty ass hands. Yep. See, so yeah, uh. like things like so she has. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. But things like that, just like all the time, just dropping things and going up, oh, and just picking it up and <laughs> keep going mm-hmm. because like everybody's done it before. They've dropped food and gone. Eh. <laughs> it's right. not that big of a deal wherever they are, whatever it is. So I just feel like you know, the younger that you are, the less you see it being a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't I don't feel bad necessarily, but it's just funny. <laughs> it's just it wasn't it's not that it's not that big of a deal. Unless, of course, there's just like crawfish tails. Then that's nasty. Yeah. <laughs> this one, this one I thought was funny. You'd get a kick out of it. <laughs> My dumbass gave myself metal poisoning to get out of work and it didn't even work. So I've got this coworker. We'll call him Stan, right? And I had a non-essential doctor's appointment yesterday, as well as a shift that day. And I asked Stan if he could take it away from me or around four days in advance, and he said sure. However, the shift swap didn't get approved until the day of, and Stan decided he didn't want to do it anymore and flaked 30 minutes beforehand. The policy for calling in sick is that we have to do it at least three hours before the start of our shift. 
I called in and asked my boss what I could do about it. He apologized and said it, it was on him for not approving the shift on time because Stan called in and said he couldn't make it anymore. So if either him or I didn't come in that day, it would be a no-call, no-show on my record. It pissed me off and I got an idea. A couple of months ago, I took a zinc supplement in the morning before having breakfast because I planned to eat at a cafe before heading to class, and I didn't know it was dangerous to take them on an empty stomach. I got awful stomach problems and doubled over and puked about after about, about an hour, but after a few more hours, I was okay again, so I had the idea to try that again, and I took three times the amount I did last time because I had already eaten beforehand. It gets to my shift, and I'm still feeling okay, so I ha- headed in and I w- and was hoping I would get myself to throw up again so I could go home. Unfortunately for me, an hour passed, then two, then three, and four, and I was reaching the end of my shift anyways, and I had already missed my doctor's appointment. It feels like the god of fuck you was staring down at me, because as soon as I got home, I doubled over the toilet and vomited violently, like the mm. puke was just waiting for me to finish working. How considerate. It's the next day, and now I'm constipated as shit. You know... There's sometimes where you just giggle with karma. And this is one of those times. Like, yeah. Like, th- this was such a simple thing. You could have really just been like, bro, you were supposed to approve it, <sighs> mm-hmm. you know, three days ago, whatever. I put it in for a while. You admitted that you, you know, messed up. So I feel like I should be able to go to this doctor's appointment. Even if I show up for my shift and then leave to go to it, mm-hmm. I feel like I should be allowed to do that. Nah. Metal poisoning. <laughs> like, who? had the ability to stand up for yourself handed mm-hmm. to you and you decided not uh uh metal poisoning <laughs> like who does that <laughs> i just like i yeah no, i just thought that was funny because yeah karma really said uh uh-uh, uh that's dumb don't do that <laughs> go to work not gonna stand up for yourself mm-hmm. well then here's the consequences because <laughs> yeah that just <laughs> yeah who uh, yeah who does that weir- right? yeah it's just weird <sighs> yeah, no, I, I don't have anything to add to it. You literally <laughs> gave the perfect everything to your own story, so it ended the right way. But yeah, seriously, if somebody flakes on you, then still don't do it. Right. Then what's somebody going to do? Why weren't you here? I already got it approved. It was already approved. What? He already said he was going to do it. I said I wasn't the day of. I was already gone. It was already your shift. It was yeah. already implied. What do you want me to do? Because literally, bosses will be like, uh. <laughs> so. Yeah, no. So it's just <sighs> dumb. Mm-hmm. All right. What's next? I racked up over $3,000 on my mom's credit card when I was 16. My mom would give me her credit card to do our household shopping, including groceries, cleaning products, pet products, etc. I would always get anything and everything that she asked for, but then instead of returning the card, I'd keep it. She'd ask and ask for it back, and I'd delay it as long as I could. During that delay, I'd go on shopping sprees, keep my gas tank filled, go to three-course dinners with my friends, and pay for everything with my heart desired within oh reason. Oh my gosh. My mom never noticed. It was my older brother that somehow found out and ratted on me. My mom only made me pay back $500. Bless her heart. I'd like to say I learned a lesson from it, but I stole that credit card a few more times after. The last time I did it, she ended up filing a fraud claim, getting her card refunded, and then still made me pay back the $500 I'd spent on a new camera. And she also a- added, I had a job the entire time. I just used all my own hard-earned money for weed. Which just explains so much. Oh, yeah. It's, it, it, this just straight up wow, screams. Wow, way to stereotype. <laughs> well, <laughs> that. But this also just screams, like, middle-class white daughter mm-hmm. that does not have parents that really give a shit about the things that she does and 
Like, it just, it's the exact kind of attitude that we're trying to steer Tabby away from. Because it's so, <sighs> like, oh, yeah. the entire time I was reading it, I was like, this just screams Tabitha. I swear, this is the kind of stuff that Tabby would do if she had the ability to get away with it. And it would, like, this stuff mm-hmm. is funny. It's like, this is 16. I'm like, I'm trying to imagine. Because it's still really hard to see how Tabby's going to be the older she gets. Because she's still just not really coming into herself yet. Which I fully yep. still blame her classmates for that. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. they're all such, they none of them know how to be people yet and it's weird but anyways (laughs) i just think it's uh, it's funny because it's hard to see her as a 16 year old yet like i see lily as 16 17 18 i see her down the line like and doing dumb things and not getting married and stuff like i can see and generally Mm -hmm. you know kind of determine what i think she's gonna be like tabby tabby's not there yet but this is totally something tabby would do if she could get away with it and but hers is funny because like right now it would just be a bunch of candy candy and toys from walmart that she never plays with because she's grown out of toys but still insists on buying them i just think it's funny mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like i can see that her just showing up and be like, oh yeah no uh and my my friend gave me this really your friend gave you this really expensive mm-hmm. big old box of chocolates from russell stover yeah why uh they just felt like doing it yeah no we we miss my birthday a lot because it's uh, the first day of school most of the time like i see her trying so hard Mm -hmm. and being like sat down in front of you and being like uh (laughs) like i'm not gonna say anything now because if i say it to you then i'll be lying Mm -hmm. (laughs) so just i just think it's funny like that really that many times that many times you just over three hundred three thousand dollars like that's crazy anyways (laughs) So. Yeah. I'm um, okay. <laughs> yeah. No. It needs needs consequences. Definitely for sure. Oh yeah. No. Because it's like, your own family. Right. I mean, like Lily did that. But, yeah. Like, but she didn't do it for herself. She did because she thought she was helping somebody yeah. and building. Lily, I love Lily so much. I realize just how much she wants friends. Yeah. Like real friends. Like she's just willing to reach out and do whatever it takes to get that friendship. And it's like, you. She's just a naturally likable person. Yeah. But she doesn't believe it, and it's like, but nobody tears her down right so it's like so where the heck is this coming from so it's just really frustrating yeah so so yeah though just i just think it's i just think that was funny like mm-hmm. you very obviously need consequences this one i thought was gross because it continued on in the uh comments this okay. is at my first job we used to make or we used to mess with the food if people were rude so like the title says, uh, my first job was at a Burger King. I have to say it was a very dirty restaurant. Heck, one time I was encouraged to take some onion rings from the garbage and pass them on to get our drive through line moving. Not to mention there were a lot of teenagers having sex around the food and very dirty oil. But really, I am here to confess that I used to really mess with people's food. And to be honest, I do not feel too bad as it was to people who acted in a way that made my teenage self feel like they earned it. From dropping their food to licking it to even some genital stuff, there was some nasty food sent out by me. One time, the ex of one of the girls that worked with that we worked with came in and made her cry. Needless to say, his food was heavily effed with. Like, that's gross. And then, it, like I said, it continued on in the uh, comments on that okay. uh some Go people you know just talking about how you know this person talked about how they worked at uh, mcdonald's um and then somebody uh they gave them nine nuggets instead of ten unsalted you know gave them unsalted fries like if they were rude and everything like that mm-hmm. then they would do stuff but they never did any dirty gross stuff that could actually make people sick and then op responded with well we did 
and then somebody said wow just wow you're a piece of garbage for doing that and then they said eh learn from their lesson do not piss off teenagers making your food like okay and then somebody said as a former burger king worker what the actual f and they said it was normal there Somebody said, the worst thing we'd do is just cuss them out if we were uh, out of hearing distance. But that was only for the rudest people. And they said, oh, we clearly went way farther than that. Like, they have no remorse, obviously. And, like, that's just gross. Mm -hmm. Like, because I, a teenager, it does not take a lot to make a teenager mad. (laughs) Let's be honest. We're living with three of them. (laughs) And you can just look at them in the wrong way. And they're angry for the rest of the day. It, It doesn't matter. So I just, like, things like that. It's like, yeah, no, you're a child. And then somebody else said that they hoped that the, you know, the health inspectors had shut that Burger King down. They said, nope, still open to this day. Yep. I'm just like, ugh. ugh. No, you, you don't understand the level of violation that you have to have if you're a big chain in yeah. order to be shut down. It's like, nope, you're not a small mom and pop. They can't defend themselves in that where a $5,000 fine would actually hurt you. You know, yeah. it's like you're a big ass chain. You're like, mm, well, that's going to come out of the franchise owners, you know, over the next however long because they don't want to shut it down yeah they'll fix whatever it is to be at bare minimum compliance but yeah when i worked at mcdonald's yeah your food got messed with give one attitude in the drive-thru and i promise you there's more than just secret sauce on your mac you know it was like that was i get it i that's part of the reason you never see me be like that mm-hmm. with with people at a drive-thru i'm always nice uh, yeah i don't want to like, i don't want to have my stuff messed with mm-hmm. that's like the biggest thing no, is you don't know so if you're rude to somebody that's going to be serving you mm-hmm. like i don't understand that at all like if you've done nothing and somebody's rude to you that's serving you and everything then yeah, yeah you have full right to call them out for it i wouldn't eat anything after that i would leave I'd yeah, go, I'm not paying for this. Not, I'm not eating this. I am leaving. It's not coming to you un, unscathed. Exactly. It does not. But it's just I, like, what? I have this thing against, like, you know, uh, I don't remember who it was. Oh, I think it was Nikki. We went to Hambones. Mm-hmm. And uh, steak. I, how do I order my steak? Medium rare. Always. Always the same. Always. No matter what, right? Mm-hmm. Brings me out a well-done steak. And I mean well done. Offers yes. to take it back for me and give me another one. I went, nope. Why? Because if if your cook, because that's not a chef, yeah. if your cook couldn't be bothered to give me a steak cooked the way that I wanted it, then your cook is going to taint my next piece of meat. I'm not going to do it. Oh, we wouldn't do it. Bullshit. Bull, bull, bull. I would do it. I if I was a chef, I like like it was hilarious because Edge the the I told you about the chef who trained me how to make omelets, right? Mm-hmm. I know for one hundred percent fact. That if somebody was to send food back to him, he dropped it right there, dropped it. Gross. And so it was like, didn't matter what it was. If it came back, he dropped it. Then he cook it or whatever. But dropped it. So, no. And that was that was literally, I, I'm pretty sure, like I said, I think he was a Michelin star chef. But that was, it. no, no. So, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, next. Uh, this one is, I told my teacher this kid had a knife when I knew he didn't, but he got expelled anyways. Now, the title sounds horrible, but you're going to love this. I was okay. in ninth grade, and I was getting bullied a lot by a lot of people. One kid in my geography class wasn't the biggest jerk, but just one I wanted to get rid of. After class one day, I slipped my teacher a note saying he had a knife and threatened to use it on me if I didn't give him my notes. My next class, I got called into the principal's office to explain the situation. They asked me to describe the knife, and out of panic, I freaked and said that it was a black... Uh, that it was black with a green spotted pattern. 
In a coincidence, his best friend had one that fit that description. Oh, they wow. found weed in the, on the guy I told on in his backpack, and this was their third offense, so they both got expelled. I have no idea what happened to them, and nobody found out that I was the one who told the staff about the knife. It didn't make any, my life a whole lot better, but at the time, it did feel good to return some of the crap that I had gotten. Looking back now, I don't know why they searched his friend's backpack. And then... I just, this is one of those, like, the comments did not pass the vibe check because they had to edit and say, I love y'all calling me a snitch and how I'm just as bad as the bully. I can only think the people who are so outraged over the story on the internet are the same type of uh, people that got expelled. Confront this, confronting this kid wouldn't have worked. Nobody in the history of ever stopped fucking with somebody because they talked about it. it. I was getting bullied for years by this kid, and I know a lot of other kids were. What was I supposed to do? Hey, bro, I know you've been bullying me for three years and you bully a lot of other people I know, but it isn't cool. Want to stop? <laughs> it's like right? that's like the biggest point like everybody that's tries to who defends bullies like i hate that like this is so mm. stupid you're telling me that this kid was getting bullied because at this point middle school whatever they're kids and mm-hmm. this kid is bullying this kid for you know years at that point and he got him expelled and y'all are oh my god how could you do that like he's just like because i hate because those are always the people that say the same thing well if they're just bullying you is because they've got something that they don't like about themselves so they take it on other people and i'm like okay that's for them to figure out not for yeah. me to deal look with. i'm i'm not here to be a tool of your therapy right and if i am a tool of your therapy it's because i beat the living snot out of you mm-hmm. like so that you never that did was, it again yeah that that was literally all i did and all i could ever do and it was and and i want to i want people to understand this it was like it was never a big huge pride happy he he thing for me because whenever i'd get in a fight it, it always just the power came from being the trauma that was dredged up from being you know assaulted and from being you know just yeah just going through stuff i would never want any child to go through so you know it's just it's a lose-lose situation but if somebody's a bully don't ever defend it don't ever I, it's why I could never be a teacher or, or a principal because mm-hmm. if somebody was a bully, I would do exactly what my teachers and principal did. I would be like, mm-hmm, "Oh no, stop!" Oh, when they when they got their comeuppance, it's, that's where it is. So, yeah, no game. Yeah, no, I just it, it's the same the same thing. If you do something, your consequences have action. Your actions have consequences. You can't sit there like it, this kid has been going without consequences for this long, and then he got expelled. Mm-hmm. And he uh, either he he obviously never found out. And you're telling me that this is his third offense and people are mad about it. This is his third offense. And that's why he got expelled. This yeah. just happened to be. Oh, man, the other two offenses that were real. and This one wasn't. Oh, well, he got searched because he was, you know, being, you know, got told that he had a knife and he was, th- you know, threatened, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Wasn't true. But his friend had it and he had weed, which are both things that they're not supposed to have on a school campus. And so. Whether it was that or something else that would have gotten him searched, he was going to get searched at some point anyways, because clearly mm-hmm. he had already had two other offenses. <laughs> so it's like, I, you can't be mad that he just caused, you know, things to speed up a little bit. Right. <laughs> because it was going to happen, whether it was him or not. So, yeah, no, he got, he got what he deserved. He got expelled. And hopefully he learned his lesson and moved on. And if he didn't, then, you know, life has worse things that can happen to people. <laughs> just saying. Either they learn their lesson when they are kids or they don't and they have real horrendous con- consequences when they get older. So I thought that was a good one. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. This one is, I purposely gave my younger brother head lice when I was 11 or 12. 
Yeah, he is. Yeah. I hate you. I'm really ashamed of this, but here we go. When I was younger, aged 11 or 12, I discovered that I had head lice after dealing with an itchy head and finding the bugs in my hair. For some reason, I was super ashamed and embarrassed to go to my parents about it, so I stayed quiet and instead picked out and dropped some bugs onto my brother's hair so that my parents would discover it. As I expected, around a week or two, my memory fails me. He was complaining of an itchy head, and my mom discovered his head lice. Then she checked me, too, and discovered, quote-unquote, that I had it, too. I acted shocked. We got treatment that same day. This memory randomly popped into my head today, and I nearly died from shame. I think, in my young brain, I felt really dirty to have head lice, and I didn't want to own up to it. Yeah, I hate you. I just, just, no, I, ugh. See, but I only hate you because that brings back crap. Like, my sister... <laughs> my sister got ringworm like three or four Oof. times right mm-hmm. and how do you get ringworm by touching ringworm yeah and where do you touch ringworm uh, i don't know we got it from our cat yeah so did she from playing with the cat poo oh see we played with <laughs> just we didn't do that we were just petting the cat Mm-hmm. No, no. She would play with the cat poo, and then she tried to put cat poo in my bed, so that <laughs> I would get ew, it too. Ew, yeah. Ew. <laughs> so that's nasty. Yeah, I, like just nauseating is all get up. So I was like, mm, okay, yeah, yeah. And I know that still affects me. When you mess with the hygiene of other people in a negative way, I just absolutely, I there's a, a place in me, and I don't know why. It just absolutely drives me up a wall. So, ugh. okay, yuck. <laughs> so, yeah, fun. <laughs> um, this one is titled, I sped off in my car with a young man hanging from my door handle. Um, I, 31 female, was collecting my 24 male brother from a night out and his two friends, both 20. They got into the car and this young man opened my car door and tried to pull my brother out. He was very drunk, incoherent, and started swinging into the back seats. Without thinking, I just took off. He chased and grabbed the door handle as my brother tried to close it, so it kept going until he fell off. I felt so bad, but I was so scared my brother or his friends would be really hurt. My sister also was in the car, in the passenger seat, and said that he fell flat to the ground, but was getting up as we were turning the corner. I feel bad for not stopping to make sure he was okay. However, my legs were shaking as he was just so aggressive. You made the right call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's there. I don't care if, like, I understand you feel bad about it, but you made the right call. Don't stop. Yeah. He was being aggressive. He was threatening being aggressive and drunk. There's no world where you stop to make sure somebody like that is okay. They'll be okay, all right. They will. They will wake up tomorrow and regret their decisions. <laughs> but you did the right thing there. You didn't engage and create more of a problem. You literally just you fled. And you flood that scene in, you know, a car when he had nothing. So, obviously, you were okay. And you literally saved, you know, uh, s- several people. Because, yeah, while they could have all probably ganged up on him and been fine, if you obviously are, were, you know, nervous enough about the fact that he was being aggressive to begin with, it probably mm-hmm. means you don't like violence, period. So, you, you made you made the right call. <laughs> That's all that I can say. Yeah. I Yeah. No, it, look, somebody tries something like that, it doesn't matter. I don't care if you ran over their leg, broke their freaking leg, and put a spiral fracture on it so they never walk the same again. They made a very, very toxic and dangerous decision. You made a very safe decision to extra, extra, you know, extradite yourself from that position, and that's that's where it is. End of story. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's that one. Uh, this one, <laughs> this one I thought was funny because we can relate to this. Uh, I used to go through my mom's text messages as a kid. 
When I was in fifth grade, I desperately wanted a phone. My mom used to let me play games on her phone, and at first that's all I did, but then I started to get bored of that and went through her text messages. Sometimes I would find stuff out that I wasn't supposed to know. I would especially go through them around Christmas time to see what she got me. I completely invaded my mom's privacy as a child. We have children that like to do that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Except we have children that have regretted doing that. <laughs> yep. So, you know, that I just, you know, you got lucky. You were just seeing text messages. You didn't go through, you know, at least, like, obviously it means that, like, your mom wasn't on the dating scene. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that your mom was not trying to meet people and do other things. So you didn't find out some horrible secret because you were doing things like that. You just, oh, man, well, presents. Oh, hey, oh, I found out we're going to go to the movies this weekend when it was supposed to be a surprise. Like, <laughs> you know what? Yep. You're lucky. That's all you got to see because <laughs> you, as a kid, you just don't, you don't know that those are things that adults do. And you always, and then you find out about it and you're like, oh, those aren't things that my parents do. Oh, yeah. We say spicy stuff. <laughs> yeah. You're going to read spicy stuff. You're going to see spicy stuff. You're going to be like, ah, my don't, look, don't look over my shoulder. Shut up. Go away. <laughs> I'm yeah, literally no. going to do it on purpose here. Here's a fat, naked Greek guy, you know, Ew. sitting in a lawn chair, oiling himself up, you know, with his right nut sticking out from his Speedo. Enjoy. That's your picture. Mm. Wait, where are you going? Come back. You want to be nosy. Yeah, you know? no. Yeah. The, we, Tabby is nosy in the way that she will look over everyone's shoulder at everything that they're looking at. And Lily likes to try to guess people's passwords and get into it and go through everybody's stuff and everything. She's done it before. That's why everybody has passwords that have not been used on other things, <laughs> except for you, for your your like phone and iPad. But that's because you always have mm -hmm. your phone and iPad on you. But you know your computer has a different password. My computer has a different password. All of my stuff has the same password, and I have no issues with saying it out you know out loud. This is my old student ID number, because like, I don't have my student ID cards anymore, and it's a miracle that I still remember that number. But I put it in every day for lunch for four years, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not going anywhere unless I let it you know go somewhere. But Lily has no idea what it is. And then it was it was funny because yeah, Nikki made hers her birthday, and it was like ah ha ha because they couldn't remember her birthday for the life of them. Mm -hmm. But then they remembered because it came back around, and then Lily knew it, and then she was taking her phone and doing things on that. And it was like oh my gosh. So now Nikki has a different password. Yep. <laughs> but it's like we all have had to deal with that. But you know, it, Lily has definitely. You know, now that she's older from when she was younger doing things like that to you or to Amy and, you know, mm -hmm. has confessed that she has seen things she did not want to see. <laughs> and I just think it's hilarious. I have had things that I've seen that I did not want to see, like that I'm not even going to talk about because it was that bad. <laughs> but it was on computers and I was digging around through things because I, I, I like to organize and when we had our family PC, like I would organize the files and things. And mm -hmm. yeah, I, I found things I didn't want to, I didn't want to find <laughs> because they would be hidden away in like seven different folders within folders thinking yep. like, Hey, nobody's going to find that if it's, you know, labeled, not what somebody thinks it's going to be labeled and da da da. It's like, well, yeah, but then you don't think like, you know, <laughs> you grew, you raised a daughter that likes to organize and clean things, including things on any kind of digital surface. And, that was one of those things. I was organizing the computer, and yep, I, I did not have fun. <laughs> I never went through that computer again. <laughs> so, so yeah, no, I just thought that was funny. You're lucky that you did not find worse <laughs> going through that stuff. Uh, this one, this one I thought was, like, I, I wanted to read it because I wanted, you know, some par parents think, like, oh, man, my kids are little angels, and they won't go this far to get away with things, but th they will. 
I promise you. It's strict parents don't make sneaky kids. Mm-hmm. Sneaky kids are born to be sneaky, and they don't care whether you're strict or whether you're lenient. They're going to find a way to be sneaky about it. Yeah, I bet I could walk behind me right now into that room, and I could find something that she's trying to be sneaky about. Yeah, so, so it's yeah. just, it, it's all the time. So this one is, I skipped a lot of math in elementary school by tricking my parents. Okay, so when I was younger, for the for the most part, I was great at every subject, but I had pretty bad le- I had a bit pretty bad learning deficit when it came to math. I was a very anxious kid too, and I used to bite my nails until they bled and pull out my hair every day in math class because I felt so dumb for not being able to get the material and too embarrassed to ask the teacher for more help. It got to the point where I developed an extreme avoidance of the subject. You see, math was the first subject of the day, so in second grade, I decided that if I made it uh, so that I was late every day that I would be able to miss that period. My parents drove me to d- due to there being no bus that came to our area, so every day I would set an alarm clock an hour or two before my parents uh, would go off and put it under my pillow, and when it woke me up, I'd go and reset my parents' alarm clock. It would be an hour and a half later than we were supposed to get up, and I would end up missing the first hour or two of school, successfully missing math. My parents started getting suspicious of why the alarm was being set later after a few weeks of this because they had been making sure to be s- be careful, so I changed tactics. I started unplugging and replugging in the alarm clock so it looked like the power went out and turned off the alarm. My parents weren't suspicious of me for that, but my dad did get annoyed that our power kept getting kept going out, or so he thought. At this point, the school started getting involved a little too. My dad started setting an alarm on his phone instead, and despite my last-ditch effort of having our cat destroy most of the charging cords, I was going—I was back to going to school and getting math um, done. This is when I started having almost daily panic attacks. My dad was unemployed at this time, and my mom worked second shift, so this did not make them miss work, thankfully. Anyways, I'm diagnosed with multiple anxiety disorders and uh, a learning disorder now, so I guess that explains that. My parents still don't know, or at least they pretend they don't, about this, and just wanted to get it off my chest. Tabby. (laughs) To go through so much more work Uh to do something that would have taken less time than the amount of time and effort that it took you. Yep. Wow. (laughs) Just... Just wow. Yeah, no, that's Tabby all the time. Mm-hmm. Tabby will go through more work in hiding things. Th- we've discovered that instead of, like, there at some point, instead of cleaning her room, she decided that instead of just, like, putting things back where they're supposed to go in her mm-hmm. own room, that it would be easier and smarter for her to climb up into the storage in the back stairs, pull out the boxes of all of her old stuff, yep. and shove a bunch of things in that. And then carry it all the way back up there and shove it back like she didn't touch it instead of just cleaning a room. <laughs> Which, for anybody that doesn't know, our house is massive. Yeah. And the where that storage off of the back stairs is is not just like a little door or like an attic piece. It is literally a small hole that is cut out because there's, you know, a big, huge open space above the uh, the only part of our house that doesn't have a second story above it, which is the back part of our house. Mm-hmm. Her ho- Her room is in the front opposite side of the house. So she had to walk all the way back there, have nobody see her, climb halfway up the stairs, climb into that hole, make the effort to drag all of the things in those boxes that barely fit through that hole out to carry them all the way back down, uh, also while nobody sees her doing that, shove a bunch of stuff, trash, you know, candy wrappers, toys that she doesn't play with anymore, broken things into those boxes, and then carry it all the way back there, up the stairs, shove it back through that hole, and then drag it over where (sighs) it was before. Or just jump up and get in there with armfuls of things like ten times because that's the only other way, which still would have been more work and also had to have nobody see her. 
So I just think it's it's hilarious the the steps that people will take uh, as kids will take to not do what they are just originally supposed right? to do. Tammy does the same thing with schoolwork. She does the same thing with her chores. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. so funny. Like and Lily, Lily did it for a while, but now she's so lazy that she's like too lazy to even try to cover it up, and it's just because we haven't checked, kind of thing. Yep. And it's just like, oh my god, <laughs> she just keeps finding more hiding places for things that we just like don't think that it would be a hiding place. So yeah, no, it, it's it's hilarious. The the things that they steal. We just found out that Tabby's been eating. Oh god. Tabby's yeah. been eating the cheese packets <laughs> out of mac and cheese boxes. Which remind yeah, have we confronted her yet? On no, that? We, we we they were doing stuff. And we had people over, so okay. we just didn't do yeah, anything. So, yesterday. so we we'll do that today. Yeah. So today today she gets a Rudolph on her butt. It's just like what <laughs> for what? Mm-hmm. Especially because they're literally at a point where they're making their own lunches, so she could be making herself mac and cheese to bring to school. But no, she and and I know that that's also an effort too because those mac and cheese boxes are on the top shelf mm-hmm. in our storage room, and we haven't seen any of them missing. Which means she's taking them from the back. Which means her ass has to be going into the kitchen, grabbing the step ladder, bringing it all the way over there, climbing up there, and still having to be up on her tiptoes and probably the part of the ladder she's not supposed to be on to grab them from the back and then take them down and then put everything away and bring them into her room at a time that nobody is downstairs, Mm -hmm. nobody's watching TV, nobody's asking where she's doing with her stuff. Like, I just, it's amazing to me. The the efforts that she'll go through to get away with something that is not even that big of a deal. Half the time, it's stuff that she can already have. She literally, hey, can I have mac and cheese for dinner? Oh, no, not today, but you know, you can take it for lunch tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but, nope, she had to take it. But let's be honest, that's with everything they steal. Oh, yeah. Because we, we tell them no, and then... But there's a reason. Then the, and when there's a yes, like, there was a cookie. It was a chocolate chip cookie. We saved it for Lily. Mm-hmm. And it was like, she went through her day, she'd ask, well, can I have it? It's like, no, you know, and then, like, when she was done with everything, she goes, so everything's done, you know, just letting you guys know. I was like, okay, go get your cookie. <gasps> Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, just always always have a plan for them to have rewards and things, but they just, they act like they never get anything. <laughs> it's just so weird. So, so yeah, no, thought that was, thought that was funny and wanted to read it just because, yeah, kids will do a lot just to get away with something. Uh, this one, um, <laughs> this one I haven't read, but uh, the title made me want to. Was, I burned down a small olive field when I was a teen. So, summer wow. of 2011, me and a couple of my then friends, we drifted apart, were walking through some abandoned construction sites in my small village looking for stuff to break. After some time, we ended up in a small olive field, which was owned by our neighbors, which I knew at the time, but acted like I didn't, obviously. Immediately, my one friend started tearing out the small olive branches, and then I wanted to get, I, and then I went to a gas station, which was close by, to pick up a can of gasoline. It was about 3 p.m., hot as shit outside, and windy. Long story short, we gathered all of the olive branches in the middle of the field, and I poured the whole can, burning almost the entire field and causing a small fire. We got around, we got found out two days later, one of my friends snitched. My mom was furious, and she paid our neighbors 500 euros in damage. That's really not much, though. I yeah, mean, no, uh, olives take forever yeah. to grow. Yeah, that's kind of... I feel like you got away with... I I just feel like the consequences weren't as big. You got away with it. You you absolutely oh, yeah. got away with it. One hundred percent. I'm just sitting there going, "Are what? No, because one tree like uh, that. We've we've read stories where somebody will knock down a tree out here, mm-hmm. and it costs half a million dollars. Yeah, 
you know, so, and olive trees aren't fast growing, like you said, yeah. Yeah, they take like, one to two years to grow to height and still, like, five to, s- anywhere yes, from like five to years. twelve to actually mature. So, that's years of hard work to get, you know, 500 euros. Yeah, which is about $1,200 for anybody who's curious. So, right now. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I, man, really? Really? Because, yeah. I mean, we would buy a tree that size for more. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, great confession. I just, I, again, I don't, no. Nah. <laughs> so, well, side note, I want to talk about real quick. So, do you know what happened today? On 420, um, SpaceX launched their spacecraft today. So, they did their test launch, and it was successful. So, for so far. What? To start doing manned missions in outer space. Oh, so okay. they they launched it. They're gonna bring everything back in. Everything hopefully will go well, and uh, if that works, then yeah, and you know, if that works, the trajectory of everything can be changed because one of the things Elon had talked about a long time ago, which is good and scary all at the same time, was you know understanding and and you know this is that every element that we have on the planet. Mm-hmm is out in space. It's mm-hmm. where it came from, right? Which means lithium is out in space. Gold is out in space. Platinum, titanium, all these things that are really, really, really expensive, mm-hmm. or really hard to get, are actually out in space. And so, you know, you could theoretically, and, and a little more than theoretically, market. absolutely destroy it. Think about it. Think about what happens. Like, okay, let's say that this thing's big enough and, 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 yep, it's able to splash in and everything else and is able to just get a few metric, you know, a few hundred metric tons of lithium. It makes it worth more money. It makes going to space profitable. Yeah, that's kind of scary to think about. Yeah, but at the same time, environmentalists should be excited. Because then we don't have to have the lithium cobalt mines, mines and yeah. All those, yeah, all the human rights violations that are there. But remember and keep this stuff in mind: is when does it stop? Mm-hmm. Where does it stop? Because as you're able to grab all this stuff from space and bring it in, it becomes less valuable here. Now, yeah. ultimately, does that mean that we lose our capitalist society? No, but we lose a lot of the corruption and things for that. Nothing ever ends; it just changes, right? Mm-hmm. It used to be just just think about this. That it used to be a literal newspaper that you would get that came from someplace overseas, months old, telling you what happened months ago. Mm-hmm. You know, has that changed from then to now? No. It's just a different delivery yeah. form and, and a quicker delivery form. So, you know, oh, my gosh, we can get all the gold that we could ever want and ever need. Yes. And the pow- and the f- price of gold would plummet. Yes. And the planet wouldn't be strip mined for gold. Come on, where are we going to have our balance? So, you know, it's it's cool. Congratulations, you know, SpaceX. You guys got up there. You, you know, you're you're good. Everything's looking good. I hope nothing goes wrong. And uh, I've been watching it and just kind of paying close attention to it. So with that. Don't forget to hit that follow button on whatever you're listening from. Like our podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find all of that in our link tree in the description. And don't forget to give our website a visit. 
And that would be stupidpodcastonEverything.com. And we are doing some, ma- we have some major updates going on the site on a daily basis. So don't miss out on it. And until next time, peace out with you. Peace out. Bye.